Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1954, The Five Golden Rules of Favor Asking, by Tynan of Tynan.com. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday, and thanks for starting your week off with us here on ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and today we'll be talking about how to effectively ask for a favor. So asking in such a way that is really respectful of the person you're asking the favor of. I think this is a really cool topic to cover. So let's get into the article now and optimize your life. The Five Golden Rules of Favor Asking by Tynan of Tynan.com My friend Alicia asked me to help her move. Moving is one of my least favorite activities, which partially explains why I live in an RV. But I gladly agreed to help. Why? because she followed the golden rules of asking favors. If you want people to do you favors, or more importantly, feel good about doing you favors, make sure you follow these rules. They're written from the point of view of someone asking me for a favor, but I would also follow them when asking favors of others. Number one, your benefit must greatly outweigh my inconvenience. If you're asking me for a favor, it should be something that I am particularly good at or well-suited for. If a friend of mine asks me to help him set up a blog, I'm happy to do it, because it's something I have experience with and am good at. What could take my friend five hours to set up, I might be able to do in 30 minutes. And the same goes for favors where I'm in the right place at the right time, even if I don't have specific skills for the job. If a friend asks me to pick up some bananas while I'm at Whole Foods, I'm more than happy to do it. If he asks me to pick up bananas while I'm at home in the middle of writing something, That is a ridiculous request. Number two, you should make it as easy as possible for me to do the favor. Earlier this year, the Austin Society asked me to give a short talk on pickup. Besides following rule number one, they also immediately offered to pick me up and drop me back off after the speech. That shows that they value the favor and are willing to do what they can to minimize my inconvenience. When I arrived at my friend from the first example's house, She had everything boxed and ready to go. She offered to load it all into my RV and unload it by herself. I helped her load and unload, but appreciated that she was trying to make it as easy as possible for me. Imagine if I had gotten there and had to wait around for hours as she boxed up her stuff. That's what helping me move usually means. Number three, ask immediately. Don't small talk. If you're going to ask for a favor, just ask. 
The worst is when someone makes small talk for five minutes and then says, oh, by the way, can you watch my dog while I'm out of town? That feels like I'm being used. The same goes for doing preemptive favors in order to obligate someone. Here are some cookies I made for you. Anyway, can I borrow your computer? Number four, do everything you can first. If someone has tried to solve a problem but can't, I'm happy to help them. If they haven't even tried, I'm annoyed. People email me asking for travel or pickup advice all the time. If they've bought my book first, I'm happy to answer their questions. If they're asking me stuff I've already taken the time to write down in the book, I'm offended. You're willing to take up my time, but not willing to pay me for my work? The most common manifestation I see of this is in airport rides. Taxis are ridiculous, as are shuttles, so I'm usually really happy to pick people up from the airport. An hour of my time can save them a lot of money and hassle. In Austin, you can take a shuttle from the airport to downtown for 50 cents. Taking the shuttle and having me pick you up downtown saves me an hour of driving or more. If someone wants me to pick them up from the airport but doesn't offer to take the shuttle, they're basically valuing my time at $1 an hour. Disrespectful. There's one person listening to this who might take this the wrong way. That was a different set of circumstances, though. And number five, reciprocate. Don't be the person who asks for favors but never does them for others. It's old-fashioned, but I always try to send people gifts or at least a thank you card if they do me a favor. If you stay at someone's house for a week, thus saving several hundred dollars, the least you can do is have some small present shipped to them. The idea isn't necessarily to compensate them for their hospitality, but rather to show them that you don't take it for granted. Final thoughts. I'm not some sort of weird favor miser who only does people favors if they follow the rules exactly. And you probably aren't either. But I am more likely to do someone a favor if they are considerate about it, and much more likely to be happy about doing it. I almost didn't post this, thinking it's common sense and doesn't need to be said. But it's been on my mind, because I've seen a few bad favor askers recently. You just listened to the post titled, The Five Golden Rules of Favor Asking, by Tynan of Tynan.com. And thanks a lot to Tynan for this post. Definitely a unique sector of relationships to write about how to properly put in a request for a favor. But I like this one a lot. And when reading it, I was immediately inspired by the first bullet about how the benefit of the person asking must outweigh the inconvenience of the person being asked. To me, this says that another helpful part of asking someone for a favor could be articulating clearly just how vital this favor is. Let them know what it means to you, both the completion of the task and how grateful you are for the person you're asking to help you out with it. This can really humanize the question. It shows thought and consideration to the person who might be put out of their way, and in most cases, I would think puts them less at risk for feeling uh, taken advantage of, like Tynan mentioned. But on that note, we are going to wrap things up for today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in today and doing something good for your relationships. Have a great start to your week, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.